I am flimtastic. Room podcasting hour. My name is Darian. I am back. I know. I know. I missed a week, and I am sorry. Uh, I am feeling much better. I was wrecked last week. Speaking of wreck, Jason Harrell has made his his triumphant return back in the his house. How are you feeling, big dog? Uh, a little bit like crud, but yeah. um, mostly improved. Yeah, yeah, same here. Doing pretty good. Same here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we got sick, and that led into you getting sick. And well, yeah, I mean, we 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 should make it like a uh, uh, standard policy. We're gonna skip the orgies. I was gonna say we should stop if, French kissing. If at least. one of us is sick, uh, between the four of us, if one of us is sick. We could probably continue the orgy, but if two of us are sick, that's when we need to dial it back, buddy. No way. I was I was wrecked. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I knew you must have been pretty bad off if you were skipping a show. I am still wrecked, goddammit, and I'm going to uh, apologize again for missing last week's show. I feel better, but dude, last Tuesday, couldn't get out of bed. Fever, chills. Couldn't, I got that weird thing where you can't decide if you're too hot or you're too cold. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the worst. I'm under 14 blankets, sweating like a stuck pig. It's menopause. It's, is that what it is? Yeah. Well, I wish somebody would have told me that. Well, I would have just t- had, a, had a vinegar bath and <laughs> called it a day. Light some candles. Light some candles, listen to some Anya. You know, <laughs> I'm feeling better already. Right on, man. What did we miss out with, uh, with you? Anything fun? Uh, well, death. So we got uh, Mama passed away. We heard. <clears throat> then we, uh, we've we been dealing with all of the aftermath that comes with that. Of had, course. Had to fly across the country to uh, tend to some uh, finances stuff for her. And mm-hmm. then from there, we decided to take a little getaway together. Nice. Sarah and I. And uh, so we went to Tennessee, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, one of our favorite places. Very cool. Uh, and then she got sick, and we stayed in the hotel room for three days. Oh, that's the worst. And then uh, the day that we're supposed to fly back, well, we have a five-hour drive to get to the airport. Um, Pigeon Forge to Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, key fob doesn't work on the car. Wow. The rental car. Rental car, of yep. course. Called good old budget, never ever use budget. Uh, <laughs> and they, they told us to uh, replace the battery. Okay. How do I get there? Uh, <laughs> you probably need a hammer. I she imagine. said, get an Uber. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm like, we don't Uber. Yeah. So we walked, got a battery, didn't fix the problem. It turned into a real cluster. It sounds like a fucking nightmare, my man. Yeah. But then uh, we. Came back, stayed sick, uh, but we're back in the game now. Nice. Yeah. I'm still sick, too. I think my entire family is still sick, but not as sick as we were. So we got that going for us. I don't think this is going away anytime soon. So I'm going to apologize for my coffee, phlegmy, 
nasal congestion voice uh, this weekend, mates. You're just going to have to deal with it. I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to try not to get everybody sick. Well, if you're not coughing, I probably will be. All right. Excellent. Between the two of us, we uh, I think we equal one dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to keep the mucus off the mic. <coughs> it's already covered. I coated it yesterday. I thought that was sperm. Uh, a little bit of that, too. Right on, man. Well, we got uh, horror news, listener mail, all the usual shenanigans, amigo. Let's kick it off with a little horror news, Jason Harrell. Hi. <laughs> horror news. You got anything, my man? Nope. Alrighty. <laughs> I like it. Uh, let's see here. We, are you ready for another Walking Dead spinoff? Oh, for heaven's sake. This is the Negan and Maggie spinoff. It's called Walking Dead Dead City. Give me a break. And I guess those two go to New York, uh, have a romantic evening, take in a Broadway show, <laughs> show. of course. Uh, first images are up already. It's Negan and Maggie in New York. Now... I've already checked out of The Walking Dead, but if I wanted a starting point to get back into it, this would probably be it. Because really, the only selling point to me for the last, I don't know, nine, ten years has been Negan. I like Negan. I thought he was fun, you know? Yeah. And if you can you can promise me no Rick or Glenn or any of those other sorry sets of tits. The drama queens. The drama, the depressing guys. <laughs> yeah. I might go back in on uh, on a Negan and Maggie spinoff. Even Daryl. He just became too much of like an emo. I know, right? Yeah, too much sulking. Yeah. Hiding his, behind his bangs. His parents just don't understand him, man. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, speaking of things we probably don't need, it looks like Frank Grillo is confirmed for another Purge movie. I could have swore that guy died. The Leo character. Didn't he die at the end of... uh, I didn't see the last one. Oh, uh, the uh, Forever Purge would be the last one. That's the only one I haven't seen. You told me to skip it. You can. I mean, it's it's a lot of political posturing. Was he in that one? No, he was not. Yeah, I don't think he died in the one before that. No, he died in like election year. Or whatever the hell it was. It was the third one, I thought. I could be wrong. I didn't think he did. He was like the uh, presidential candidate's bodyguard or something. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm down to watch him again. I like um, him. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be a little, bit, a little bit better. If they could just tone it down with the messaging, it's the it's virtue getting, signaling. Yeah. It's gotten pretty heavy handed. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like Bloomhouse is really hanging their hat on the purge and they're just going to sque- squeeze that for every dime it's worth. Yeah. I mean, you can't blame them because fucking knuckleheads. It's like Walking Dead. <laughs> knuckleheads like us keep turning up to watch them. Yep. So there's that. <laughs> if there's a dime to be made. Very true. Uh, this is something I'm excited about. Home Video Horrors 2023 VHS box art calendar is available at lunchmeatvhs.com. Now, I had every intention of purchasing this item. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my mother bought me a Walking Dead uh, wall calendar for Christmas. Ooh, is there like a uh, Daryl like centerfold? I'm in there? sure there is. Yeah, I haven't opened it yet. So, <laughs> but if that motherfucker is not hanging on my wall when she next time she comes over after the new year, yeah. it's going to be a big problem. Well, I just hope it's like Daryl doing like that Burt Reynolds Playgirl spray. Oh, yeah, where he's covering his dick, <laughs> yeah. barely. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some of that. And uh, Negan like uh, sexily uh, sudsing up a car or something. <laughs> Holding like. his bat thusly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh, you fucker. We'll be here all night long. Uh, what else we got here? 
Uh, images are up for Jodie Foster in the new True Detective uh, season. Oh, nice. Uh, it's going to be called True Detective Night Country, coming to HBO Max next year. I'm excited for that. I wish they would get back to the original King and Yellow storyline. Oh, it was so good. That was, I think, the best. I've rewatched that so many times. I wasn't mad at the second season. Very hard to follow, though. Uh, I, I don't know if you rewatched it, but I've not. I. I I got it. I really connected with it upon the second. The second, viewing. okay. Yeah, because at first I was really bitter at that at that second season. It's very uh, just such a huge departure from oh, the totally. first one. Yeah, um, but I went back, rewatched it, and really enjoyed it. Mm. I, I would actually say it ties. For, uh, season two and season three are a tie for me. Okay, I never, I, ne- I never bothered with season three. Yeah, that's good. So I'll get into it eventually. Uh, lastly, it looks like Fidi Alvarez's Alien installment is confirmed to begin filming next year. Nice. I'm excited for that. Yeah, me too. This is supposed to be a complete departure from previous Alien storylines. Cool. It's going to be its own thing. I'd like to see what he does to it. Yeah. It's going to have the Xenomorphs, obviously, but uh, none of that Promethean stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, Thank goodness. Yeah, right? Yeah. It got a little, uh, oof, a lot of, lot of religious stuff going on. Yeah, that's... I, I really don't even know what they're trying to message with that 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 story. The Jesus Promethean? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, okay. I, luckily, it was over my head. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it just wasn't good. Yeah, it was. It's just a very. Uh, it felt like masturbation to me. Like, <laughs> look at all this cool visual stuff we can do. Yeah. Who needs a storyline? Just look at it. They were pretty. They, they looked. Uh, they were very albino. All right, that's all we got on the horror news, my friend. We got about two weeks worth of listener mail to get into here. All right. Let's kick it off, Jason. <laughs> listener mail. Okay, what do we have here? Emails, voicemails, all kinds of stuff. Sorry, inmates, I missed your uh, correspondence from last week. Uh, Let's kick things off with last week's round from Jolly Old England. Here comes the horror slut. Subject line, Merry Christmas. Evening, gent, or possibly gents. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas with family and friends. Please be safe if you are traveling. I am sure you have all been good boys and will get plenty of wonderful gifts. As for three on a meat hook, my picks are number one, Hellraiser. Agree with your points, and it is a very kinky, horny movie, which I like. (laughs) Number two has to be 30 Days of Nights. Okay, I like that too. Just because the vampires are brutal and out to kill, no romance. And number three would be Critters. Silly and fun, but when I first saw it, it was a time I really needed that distraction and absolutely loved the little guys. Best wishes for everyone again. Have a Merry Christmas to all, Cat. Right on, Cat. Thanks for writing in, babe. You Sorry, know, I, I really got got hung up on that particular three on a meat hook. Well, the best ever. Yeah. It's not as easy as it sounds. Uh, because it's like personal. It's not like the best one no, made. It's not. just kind of your, your personal favorites. Right. Your go-tos. Yeah. You're, so, uh, like, if you were trapped on a desert island, these Which are your movies? three. Yeah. So, I, I think I ended up with The Ring, in no particular order. The okay. Ring, um, Stir of Echoes. Whoa, okay. And, uh, oh, 
gosh, I don't think I could even come up with a third. Huh. But I, I've I've rewatched those two. Like that's just a movie that I can put on at any point. Either one of those. Either one of those. I can so. put it on at any point in time. What what and I can actually pay attention and be interested, or I can just tune out and kind of have it in the background. What's got you so hard about Stir of Echoes? I don't know. Huh. Just one of those things. Huh? It just really connects with me. I'm not sure. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's see here. Let's get back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy from last week. Subject line, Blessed Yule. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and someone made it in tonight. Though if not, the question arises, have you put Santa hats and googly eyes on the house plants yet? Ha ha. Fun to hear the meat hook is back for my top three. Number one, Nightmare on Elm Street. First horror movie I watched and I will always have fun rewatching it. Number two, Hellraiser all the way, much for the same reasons you said. Something worse about facing a reasonable villain. Sure. Number three, Aliens. I love the suspense and build-up of the first one, but watching the Marines and their weapons was always awesome for me. Now, with Educate last week, I don't know I needed to see a movie based on the title until you said Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. It is on my list to watch now. (laughs) No idea this week as my brain is fried from work and all that damn shopping. I hope everyone has a blessed Yule and a Merry Christmas. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. Right on, cowboy. Thanks for writing in, big guy. Sorry I missed you last week. Uh, let's see here. Now let's get caught up to this week's emails. Back to jolly old England. Here comes the horror sled again. Subject line, Happy New Year. Evening, gent, or possibly gents. I do hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas and that you all have a safe and fun New Year. <coughs> I'm sure the upcoming weekend will be hectic for me, but I'm getting a few days off and just relaxing. Have a safe and healthy week, Cat. Right on, Cat. Thanks for sign- Thanks for uh, writing in there, Chiquita. Uh, and now back to Reno again. Here comes the cowboy. Subject line: Holidays. Evening, padded room. Hope everyone had a good Christmas. I'm glad it's over for another year. Do be safe if you're out for New Year's and have a great time. I'll be staying home and avoiding the idiots. Have a great week and catch you on the flip, cowboy. Right on, cowboy. Thanks for writing in, amigo. Oh, we got a crap ton of voicemails here, Jason. Let's jump on over to beautiful Anderson, Indiana. Jason Harrell, here comes Coop Nukem. Yeah. Hello, hello, Darian. First off, I want to tell you, uh, I... uh, what? I was scared for your Vikings for a minute, and then I'm uh, still scared apparently for they realized that they're playing the Indianapolis shitty ass Colts. Oh, listen to you! And decided to come back and kick the crap out of the Colts as everybody else does. Greatest so, comeback! Good in NFL job there. History. Didn't disappoint. Um, yeah, so I got to watch uh, one holiday horror movie called "To All a Good Night." Never uh, even heard or seen that one before. Yeah. Um, me neither. Yeah, kind of. Uh, Pretty good? I don't know. I figure uh, no. most of us horror film dorks can right uh, now, figure out real it. quick who the killer is. There was nothing complicated about that. <laughs> um, got a lot of your Boops. DNA that you like. All righty. And uh, that was about oh, it. It really wasn't all that exciting. Doesn't sound like it, man. Um, educate, I'm guessing. Yeah. 
I don't remember the details. I haven't seen this movie for probably 20 years. Okay. The movie House. You got me. I, I, I'm guessing. You I nailed don't it. Remember. Anyway, the original that's house. all I've got. And I uh, hope you guys have a good holiday. And you too, Coop. The next show, man. See ya. I'll be here. Right on, right on. Thanks for calling in, Coop. Oh, the pre-80s house. Or the 1980s house. Yeah, William Cat's house. Uh, Amer- Greatest American Hero house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. William Cat. There was a, an older movie called House. You're thinking of the Japanese one, right? Yes. That yeah, one is yeah. bananas. Never seen it. Houseu. Doesn't make a lick of sense. No matter. <laughs> There's if, a shock. You got some. some you got a uh, girl gets decapitated. Her head goes flying off. Comes around, bites another girl on the butt. Um, another girl, her legs come flying off, and they go into a pair of uh, chest of drawers, mm-hmm. and they're like popping out from the different drawers and kicking people. Wow, it's bananas! <laughs> Del- it doesn't make a lick of sense, man. It sounds like I know where Sam Raimi got some of his inspiration it's from. It's something to watch. I'll tell you, <laughs> you've not seen it. <clears throat> right on, Coop. Thanks for calling in, big guy. Uh, let's get over to Alabama. Here comes uh, Alan of the Cha Cha. Added room. What's, What's up, up, Alan? Hope you're doing good, Mr. Darian. Uh, right. on a meat hook. That's, it changes, but I know right. number three. Yeah. Probably Friday Thirteenth Part Six. It was the. What well, got me into horror. I saw it as a little kid on nice. USA Up All Night, something like that, and fell in love with the genre. That a boy. That's a good one. Number two, the original Night of the Living Dead. That a baby. It gave us zombies. It, it's the Godfather of Gut Munchers. It's it's primal. It's dark. It's nasty. There's no hope. None. And lastly, number one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I love that about you. That the original from '74. That movie is you. You can smell it. You can feel the heat. <laughs> it's nasty. It's grimy. It's it's just what I want. And again, there really there really ain't no hope in it. No. Anyway, I'm not sure who Mr. Darian is, and yeah, I'm kicking myself because of the Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Told you. Um, hope y'all have a good Christmas and everything. Talk to y'all later. Bye. You too, Alan. Thanks for calling in, man. Sorry we missed you last week. Uh, let's see here. Let's get down to sunny Southern California. Here comes Mad Max himself. Tom Hardy's in the house. I think I have these in the right order, but I could be wrong. Whoop. hey yo. hey yo. Patty Room. That was my favorite degenerate. Oh, he sounds bad, oh, too. God, I just looked at the time, and I realized I might not make it in this week, but I don't care. i got to make, make it, it in before week. you drop the show, because I finally got another educate, and it's house. You got me. It's house, I tell you. You did it. I'll get back with you next week. I hope this doesn't make it through. Or no. I have you. Love you all like family. Bye. Love you, too, Tom Hardy. When I was trying to come up, uh, going back, when I was mm. trying to come up with that third meat hook, yeah. Uh, Actually, the movie that is a good contender for me is Dr. Sleep. Really? Yeah. Okay. I have watched that so many times. I'm <clears> surprised that <throat> trick Isn't or, that weird? That Trick or Treat was not on your top three. No, that was in Sarah's for sure. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But you like that movie too. Oh, a it's lot. a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't like it as much as Dr. Sleep though. 
a different vibe. Okay. Yeah, completely, completely different oh, vibe. Oh, yeah, easily. Right on, man. Okay, Tom Hardy coming in again. Um, I believe this one came first. Hey, Petted Room. How's my favorite degenerate? What's going on, Tom Hardy? Oh, man, I hope everyone's having a good holiday season. So uh, far, so good. You know, missed you last week, Mr. Brock. I am but sorry. glad you're able to take a week off. Uh, I needed it. Time for the family and all. And, uh, hey, huh. for all the inmates, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that shit. You too, buddy. Uh, I did want to get in on a couple of things. First off, huh. I know you're going to get my previous message, but yes. It was House. It was indeed House. Man, that was a good flick. I you like I, that? I still like House. I know uh, <laughs> it's kind of silly, maybe outdated. Special effects are definitely not the best. They're wacky. Right, I say They're fucking, a little man. wacky. That's uh, Greatest American Hero <laughs> hanging out with Norm from Cheers. <laughs> Norm from Cheers. Flick. Um, I did want to catch up on um, what you've been looking at part. Okay. I got a couple of things. What do you got? Um... Got to see this movie Splinter. Yeah, I thought it was something one. else, but uh, it was all right. It was, it was fine. It was I great. love that one. Yeah. Kind of, kind of silly, you the know. The critter it. turns you like you get a splinter of it, and it turns you into some fucking madman or whatever. I don't know. Just a pile of. Uh, it was all right, but uh, really, I did get to catch another flip called Getaway. Getaway, and uh, the you know middle of the road slasher, typical. Oh. <laughs> I'd actually seen it before, but I think I saw it under a different name. I hate that one. Because I was watching, I was like, oh, God, this looks real familiar. Oh, yeah, I remember this shit, but uh, it was all right. All right. And I uh, got, got to catch one called Canyonlands. Canyonlands. Um, on Amazon. Canyonland. I think you might be into Ooh. this one, Darian. Okay. Because uh, it takes place, uh, like, in the desert. It's in Utah, but it's, like, in the canyon. Oh. Um, so I know you mentioned kind of... Like yourself some desert horror and stuff like yeah. that. So uh, give give it a shot, man. You might like it. Okay, I'll check it out. One thing I will say is, initially I was liking it more when it was just uh, a good horror story. But then they had to throw in like the supernatural stuff. That, hmm. I don't want to say ruined it, but it definitely was not as good. Okay. Um, leading up to it. Canyon Lane. And then the one that I really... Really want to talk to you about, and I huh. need to talk to you about. Let's and hear it. I, I wrote it down here. Okay. I want to be sure I get this right. Okay. Um, bloody Summer Camp. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this is on uh, Amazon. Okay. All right. Now, I was looking through, I'm looking for some new slash. Bloody. And I mean, I'm like, Bloody Summer Camp. You know what? This is going to be a fucking Of course. Slasher. Yeah. I wonder what fun. it's about. <laughs> Got um, got Felicia Rose in it, you know from GP. He called back. Bloody summer camp. Now I'm guessing this has to be mid to late eighties, right? Twenty twenty one. Oh, how dare you! Two hours and five minutes. Wow. Four point two out of ten on IMDb. That's much higher than I expected. This has to be some kind of a spoof, right? It is set in 1986. That makes more sense. All right, he called back. G motherfucking P. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I actually kind of expected that one. Yeah, um, yeah. 
But anyway, look, so this bloody summer camp. Right. It's, uh, got Felicia Rose in it, you know, from uh, Sleepaway Camp. Of you course. know, she was the, she was Angela she was in the, the first one. Right. So it's like, all right, you know, it's got some horror pedigree. Sure. slasher. I'm looking for a fucking slasher. Now, look, generally these slashes, they go, they, you know, they go fucking just standard. Right. You know, standard formula, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, the acting's okay. The directions, whatever. The uh, characters, eh, you know, it's fine. Right. Completely fine, forgettable, whatever. I feel like he's eh, about three to out of five, you know? Three out fine. of five. Okay. But one thing that they cannot fucking do oh. is they can't be boring. This one was this boring. This fucking flick is boring. Oh, dude. And let me tell you something else about it. See, that's... It's two hours and six fucking that's minutes what Jason long. Just said. <laughs> and it's not that long because... It has so much shit to show you. It's that long because they just fucking, I don't know. I think they forgot just to edit it, it or something. Yeah. It is the biggest fucking piece of shit. It's slow. Mm. It's boring. A lot of staring. It's uninteresting. And I sat Gee, through all man. two hours and six minutes and it fucking sucks, man. You're a better man for so it. So that's Marty. my service announcement to the padded room. All the inmates stay away from this piece of shit. Will do. Uh, I'm sure it's a labor of love and I feel terrible because ripping somebody's well, passion project, but fuck, man. You know? <laughs> that one sucked. Sometimes they need anyway, to hear that. Uh, glad to hear the meat hooks are back. Uh, yes, sir. favorite flicks, you know. See, I don't know, because this is a tough one. Cause right. Is it your three favorite horror movies? Yeah. Or is it, like, the three best horror movies? No, 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 no. Because, I, I mean, I, a fist fight the list for me is not the same. I mean, of course. If it's the three best horror flicks ever, you know, I think you got to put The Shining in there. Right, right. Um, no, you don't. Yeah, you do. I mean, how can you not? How can you not Easily. have The Shining in there? Jason just and, snapped And uh, Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre's got to be in there for what that did. No, it don't. Uh, he just snapped another yeah, pencil. Yeah, so, <laughs> so good. And the first time I saw it, and I didn't obviously <laughs> see it when it came out, you know, I didn't see it till like, the fucking mid-80s or whatever, it still blew my mind. Oh, and yeah. I was a seasoned horror guy by that point, you know. I, I fucking knew my horror. I knew my slashers. But holy fuck, that one really fucking blew my mind. Totally. And, uh, you know, I think uh, the third one might be uh, fucking for the meat hook, maybe uh, Halloween. Okay. Um, you know, really good flick. How can you not include it on a, a list like this? I mean, but... Then you got Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. The Thing. I mean, Scream. I know you're not a huge fan, but goddamn, for what that did for the Well, the first one, yes. After that, it kind of took a shit. He called back again. Double your fucking fucking Pete. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Now, that I did not expect. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're really good, you're good. Um, but yeah, hey. Huh. Let me just get off of here and okay. let you guys get back to it. That's what happens, Darren. You take a week off and you get I know, I fucking know. all these messages. It's my fault. Anyway, hope all is well. Inmates, be safe on the New Year's. Love you like family. Bye. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks for calling in on multiple occasions. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo! That is all we have on the listener mail, Jason. Do you have anything for Coop Newcomb, Cat, Cowboy, uh, Alan, or Tom Hardy? whole lot of love, and thanks for calling and writing. Love for you. Uh, right on, dude. Are you ready to get into a movie? I am ready to get into a movie. Bodies, bodies, And bodies. more bodies. You don't have to be nervous. Drop your ecstasy. I- I'm not nervous. Wow, the hell? So impressive. You're impressive. They're going to be obsessed with you. Woo! 
they're not as nihilistic as they look on the internet. You guys, this is me. Oh, whoa. Is this your first relationship? Oh no, you just kind of give that vibe. But you know that has weed in it, right? Who wants to play bodies, bodies, bodies? So how do you play? If you draw the piece of paper that has the X on it, you are the murderer. Let's go! And if you're the murderer, you have to kill someone by touching them on the back. The most important part, if you come across a body, you have to yell, Zucchini bread. Yum. Hot girl, pop girl, rich girl, I'm a girl, fast girl, catch me if you can go. Yes, sir. It is bodies, bodies, bodies from 2022. Closing out uh, 2022 month here in the padded room. <laughs> closing out 2022 year here in the padded room. Yeah, the whole thing. We're, we're closing the whole goddamn thing up with bodies, bodies, bodies. Now, in uh, choosing the four movies for this month, I just did a quick Google search of best horror films of 2022. Um, so far, I've liked one of them. <laughs> That's not going to change tonight, my friend. <laughs> uh, it stars Amanda Stenberg, Maria Bakalava, and Rachel Sinat. Also has Pete Davidson in there. I don't understand Pete Davidson. I don't understand the attraction for uh, that's what That's the problem, and because that's a thing, I can't get past that thing now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure at some point on Saturday Night Live, he was very funny, but I can't see him and not know that he's nailed. Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian, Aria Grande, uh, a host of other hot chicks who I can't name at the moment. How, is it the teeth? Uh, apparently he has a massive dick. Good for I him. I mean, that helps. I hope so. I hope that's what it is. Uh, he's supposed to have a great personality. Okay, it's supposed to. <laughs> so I don't know. So, so far, I, I can understand why I haven't gotten <laughs> laid but so many times in my life. So he, he doesn't strike me as an attractive man. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got kind of a zombie look about him. Yeah, he's got those dark sunken eyes, massive horse teeth, huge, huge mouth and lips. Really bizarre nose. I don't get it. His hair's a bit weird. Yeah, strange hair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not for me. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I would love. Is there a hot chick out there that can I have higher to me? higher standards for my men? <laughs> <coughs> I'll tell you what. Good enough for Kate Beckinsale. Good enough for me. If I were in that market, 
Uh, it got 6.3 stars on IMDb. It's got an R rating. It's directed by Helena Ray Regine and uh, written by Sarah Delap, Delapi. Delapi. Um, what we have here, inmates, is a group of rich kids. Um, and they are sequestering themselves inside a mansion during a hurricane. And uh, naturally, nothing good is going to come of that. So our story opens with a uh, girl-on-girl makeout session out in the woods where we're going to meet two of our main characters, Sophie and B. Now, Sophie is the insider of this group of uh, hooligans, and B is her uh, girlfriend, I guess. Uh, although, I don't think they've been together that long. What they say? Two months, I think? Yeah, not very long. And uh, she's bringing her along for this big uh, hurricane party at the, at the mansion. Um, B has never met any of Sophie's friends, so she's a little—I uh, don't know—seemed a little awkward to me. Yeah, and this very may much. have been her first same-sex relationship. Also, I don't remember if we actually got into that or not. But um, now we cut to the mansion where we meet this uh, hedonistic group of uh, miscreants, miscreants, <laughs> hooligans, and one ne'er do wells, ne'er do wells, if you will. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of fucking assholes. Well, I mean, I, I I started off hating every single one of these people. I turned a corner on one of them. I turned well. I liked the uh, the older guy. Oh, he was okay. Yeah, but he had like three lines the whole movie. So yeah, well. he didn't give us a chance to really hate him. <laughs> um, so we have uh, the owner of the mansion, uh, played by Pete Davidson. His name is David. Uh, his parents uh, own the place. They're not there. They took off. Um, we have his girlfriend, Emma, who is some kind of an actress and a bit of a, um, a bit of a dumb shit, I would say. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. We have Alice, the resident druggie of the group, her somewhat inappropriate boyfriend, I think, Greg, who had to be in his, what, late thirties, you think? Which one was this? Greg was the, the older guy. Oh, the one that that I liked, yeah, with a few lines, yeah, uh, yeah, I'd say early forties. And uh, what are these girls? Probably mid twenties, right? Yeah, most of, for the most part. That's why I liked him. I mean, I, I aspire <laughs> to uh, to nail some twenty five year olds. Uh, what else do we have? We have uh, Jordan, and um, I think that's it, right? Jordan, Alice, Emma. Uh, Sophie and B. Dasher and Dancer. David and then uh, Greg. And there is later on another character who left just before the, the movie started, a guy by the name of Max, but we'll get into him in a minute. So, um, already, already with the fucking, the cunty little snipings at each other, these people don't like each other. No, they hate they one hate another. They hate each other. They just can't decide who hates who more and they do this passive aggressive horse shit where like if if I can just get her to admit that she hates me then I can be the victim and the rest of the group will feel sorry for me and then she looks like a bitch and I look like a saint but in reality I hate her just as much as she hates me what this is like one of my family reunions right here you know what i mean <laughs> It's terrible. Uh, but, of course, alcohol and drugs are brought into the equation. Uh, we find out that Sophie is fresh out of rehab. Her parents have cut her off of her trust. All these kids are rich, by the way, uh, to varying degrees of richness, except probably B. But she's new to this whole scene. 
Uh, we get there. Everybody's hanging by the pool, having a great time. Uh, we're going to come to understand right off the bat that David is a fucking asshole. But admittedly, um, if I were there, I would probably be just as big of a fucking asshole just in having to deal with these twats. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't but yet you invited them. I, well, I would invite them because, what is there, uh, five of them? I'm going to have sex with three of them easily. Fair enough. Easily. Pro- maybe even all five. With the amount of booze flying around and other controlled substances and the weird techno uh, rave thing situations that's going on, it's going to go down. <laughs> it's going to go down, Jason Harrell. But um, you can tell he doesn't really like any of these people. And uh, he, Sophie is supposed to be his best friend. So right off the bat, we get a little sidebar between those two. And he's like interrogating her about B. And she's like, oh, why did you invite this one and that one? I hate all these people. And he's like, oh, and then there's like another subplot about some group text in which Sophie was not replying. So I think she technically wasn't even invited to this thing, but she was aware of it. So she just showed up with her girlfriend because nobody really acted like they wanted Sophie to be there, right? Yeah, even I think she was part of the group text that was essentially the invite, but she never responded. So I think everybody just assumed she wasn't going to be coming around. I think that was like the hope. I don't like any of these people, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, I think they were definitely hopeful that she just wouldn't show up. Yeah, and I get that. But there's still that you know gratuitous, well, I have to invite them because. Of course. Um, so that's kind of how that goes down. Um here comes the rain and the thunder. Everybody goes inside. It's not full hurricane yet, but it is starting to storm outside. So uh, David is already like um, – he's not really bullying Greg, but he's kind of fucking with him a little bit, just kind of being like in a passive-aggressive kind of a way. Well, he had that black eye. <clears throat> now, did he say he got that from – who did he get the black eye from? Max. Oh, shit, that's right. So, later that, on... Okay, that's why he took off. It doesn't fucking matter. But later on in the movie, the, the, there's another subplot about what happened the night before Sophie and B got there. Yeah, I forgot. There's another character named Max. Apparently, they got super drunk and did a bunch of drugs. And Mac, Max admitted that he was madly in love with Emma, uh, da- who is David's girlfriend. David made fun of him. Max punched David and left. And we're not going to see Max again until almost the closing credits. <coughs> so from here, everybody's uh, kind of on edge because uh, Jet or Greg has had about enough of David. And I think he could probably take David in a fight. Um, there's some allusions made to uh, Jeff being in Afghanistan, having been in Afghanistan and being a war veteran. We're going to find out there's more to that as the story goes on. But... Um, we decide that we're going to play a game called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And basically, the name of this game is you kill the lights, uh, one person is designated as a killer, and that person goes around and touches people, and if they touch you, then you're dead, and then you lay there, and then somebody else comes and finds your body. It's kind of like Among Us, really. And then we all have to get together and try to figure out who the killer is, while the killer's trying to manipulate the survivors into thinking it's somebody else. Uh, fun enough game, I'm sure. Uh, my son plays it on my phone all the time. <laughs> Drives him absolutely crazy. I'm not the killer! Stop accusing me of shit! Um, that's what happens. So, they turn off the lights. 
Everybody goes walking around in the dark with their cell phone uh, lights on. And then somebody yells, bodies, bodies, bodies. And then we find out that uh, Jeff is the guy that got killed. Uh, so here comes the whole group. And they start pointing fingers at each other and yelling at each other. And they're being very cunty. Already with the accusations of how much have you had to drink. And, oh, you're acting like an asshole. That's what a killer would say. <coughs> it's a fucking party game. You know what I mean? We don't need to get into who's how many stints and rehab everybody's had. It's a party game, dudes. God, if you really hate each other this much, just go to bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> Take a bottle of whatever up to your bedroom. Drink quietly by yourself. Uh, later on, you know, try to have sex with each other in weird places. But just go to bed. Let's not get all hostile with the party games. Um, Jeff pops up. He's not allowed to talk because he's the dead body. But David is like heavily accusing, uh, I think it was Jordan, of being the killer and uh, Jordan is like, it wasn't me, it was that crazy drug bitch over there. It's, and then Alice is like, it wasn't me, I'm not even on drugs yet. I'm waiting for later on to do drugs. Um, Very responsible. Yeah, naturally everybody votes for David because he's like the more aggressive uh, accuser of the group. So he, I guess once everybody votes for you, then you're eliminated and you just have to go fuck off while the game has continued to be played. So that's what happens. Uh, he fucks off. The lights go out again. The killer is on the loose. <coughs> B is looking around the kitchen, and David has made his way outside of the house and is, like, throwing himself against the, the glass of the kitchen window with a giant gaping wound on his neck. Now, for a second there, I thought we were going to zombie town because he was kind of acting like zombie-ish. Uh, B freaks out. All the girls come down and check him out. He's got somebody slit his throat is what it looks like. All right. Well, now we have a real dead body, and we check him for a pulse. He's definitely dead. Oh, shit. Somebody is actually a killer. And now we begin the accusations of who actually killed him, why they killed him, um, you know, who's the angriest person. Everybody immediately thinks it's it's Jeff, or Greg, I mean. I keep wanting to call him Jeff, or uh, Greg, because he's a, a war veteran, and he just excused himself during the initial shouting match because he was the quote-unquote dead body. He's like, I'm going to bed. You guys continue yelling at each other. Which is probably what I would have done, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, we go up there. We try to find him. He's not in his bed. Ooh, scary. Now we start running around trying to find him. Where did he go? Turns out he has uh, decided to, um, I guess, go go to sleep in the gym area. Yeah. With a weird <clears throat> UV mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, he has seasonal depression. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <coughs> Jesus Christ. I may not make it through this podcast, Jason. Be prepared to, to take the mantle from me. If you need mouth-to-mouth, I'm not your guy. Get over here. <laughs> I'm choking. Um, they wait, they, they're like, hey, man, we've been, we've been trying to wake you, find you. What are you doing? And he's like, oh, that bed was too soft. I came down here to the gym. I couldn't hear you because I had my headphones in. Now all the ladies have armed themselves. They've all got knives and stuff. So he pops up. He's like, what's going on? He's like, somebody killed David. And he's like, oh, yeah, your game. How's it working out? And they're like, no, really? Somebody killed David. And he's like, you guys are fucking with me. But they've all got, like, knives. Eventually, I think it was Jordan, like, lunges at him. So he knocks the knife out of her hand and grabs it. And then Emma, like, tries to tackle him, but he throws her off. 
And uh, basically, he ends up like just putting a little bit of a beat down on a couple of the girls. But then B sneaks up on him. And but hits. defensively. Oh, well, yeah. They kept coming at him. And then B uh, sneaks up on him and hits him in the head three or four times with a frying pan and kills him. Kettlebell. Was it a kettlebell? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a frying pan. Well, they're in the gym. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'll take the frying pan over the kettlebell any day of the week. Uh, anyway. Those damn frying pans just left in the gymnasium. i tell you what. You know, sometimes you get hungry while you're working out. <laughs> get some scrambled eggs going. Uh, so Jeff is now out of the equation. David's now out of the equation. We are down to Emma, uh, Sophie, B, <coughs> Jordan, and Alice. Um, okay, shit. Well, we don't really know who killed uh, David, though. We think it was might have been Jeff, but we can't say for sure. We know who killed Greg. I keep calling him Jeff. We know who killed Greg. Mm-hmm. It was B. Right. But she kind of <clears throat> did it like to protect uh, the rest of the girls. Yeah, because so, it looked like he was, you know, acting like he was going to hurt somebody. He now has a weapon. Right. He's beating the shit out of the girls. Yeah. But again, he's also Defending doing himself. so defensively. Right. Uh, and something we, we should probably mention is that B is Russian. So, you know. Can't fuck around. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Somebody going to get stabbed or something, for sure. So now we kind of go back into game mode, and we're like, you know what? We don't know B. We don't know where she came from. Uh, I guess Jordan Googled her before the lights went out. It turns out she didn't go to the school that she said she went to. So now all the girls are freaking out, and they basically decide to throw B out into the storm. So they do just that. They throw her out into the hurricane. B left the lights on in the car, so she can't just drive. The car is dead. Um... She goes and wanders around for a little bit, goes back to the car, eats some Cheetos. And she's like, all right, well, I'm going to try to find a way back inside just because I don't want to freeze to death out here or whatever. So she makes her way back to the house and she sees Jordan in one of the the bedrooms uh, pulling out a gun. So she's like, well, I got to get in there and warn the rest of the girls. She crawls through the dog door, gets back inside where the remaining girls are all there. Now, while that was going on, uh, Sophie has relapsed, and she knew somehow that David had a drug stash and some board games. Mm-hmm. So she goes and gets the drugs out of the board games, does some, gives the rest to Emma. Emma, in the meantime, I think takes the drugs and then falls down the stairs and could have conceivably killed herself or it been a legitimate accident, right? Right. It could have been a murder. It could have been some drugged-up bitch falling down the stairs. That, too. It's worth mentioning, though, that there's, like, blood all over the stairs. So somebody may have done her in with, like, a kettlebell or something and then thrown her down the stairs. Regardless, Emma's now out of the equation. So B gets back inside, and she's like, hey, Jordan's got a fucking gun. And they're all, hey, how did you get back in here? And she's like, don't worry about it. Jordan's got a fucking gun. And this is the big cathartic moment where we all freak the fuck out and start accusing each other of all kinds of nonsense. Like going back to high school. Well, you hate my podcast. Apparently, Alice <laughs> has a podcast. And she makes a very good argument for how much work a podcast can be, Jason. 
You got to organize things. You got to set up a Google calendar. I have done none of these things. You have to check your spam folder. I don't do that either most of the time. Um, and basically, and th- this is where I kind of turned a corner on one of the characters because they're all just kind of posturing for who the biggest victim is in this group. And at one point, Jordan actually produces a gun and tells them all to shut the fuck up and stop feeling sorry for themselves. At that point, I was on Team Jordan for the rest of the movie. Unfortunately, she's going to be dead in about three and a half minutes. But uh, I was very much on Team Jordan because she was the only one that made sense. They're, oh, you're full of shit. Your parents are upper middle class. You're married to this rags to riches narrative. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, things get heated, obviously. Uh, naturally, they try to get the gun away from Jordan. And a big uh, struggle ensues. And blammo, Alice gets shot in the head. And she is now out of the equation. Uh, from there, so at this point, all we have left is Jordan, um, Sophie, and B. And Jordan still has the gun, and Sophie is just like blindly walking towards her. And Jordan's going, get away, get away, get away. But she keeps backpedaling as she's doing it, and Sophie keeps pushing her. Well, not really pushing her, but like advancing on her. Uh, they go all the way up the stairs, and then eventually uh, B tries to jump Jordan from behind. Jordan goes flying uh, over the banister and kills herself in the fall. I think did she get impaled or something? Uh, it it didn't look like it at first, but in a, a different kind of camera perspective, later a few minutes later, it looked like there was glass sticking through her. That's what I thought too, but I couldn't really tell for sure. Either way, uh, Jordan then just with her dying breath just unloads the the, the magazine shooting towards the uh, the upper landing. Uh, Sophie and B (coughs) managed to get away. Um, They kind of get into a little bit of a shoving match over who killed uh, Jordan and why. Uh, They get separated. And, okay, so right before Jordan died, she kind of outed Sophie because I guess her and Sophie had sex uh, the night before Sophie went to pick up B. In the car. In the car. So look out for that. And B did find a pair of panties in the backseat of the car. Well, that's not that far-fetched. I mean... But it could have been... Could have been anybody's. It could have been her girlfriend's. Right. Because she did smell them. She did. I probably would have smelled them, too. <coughs> not that I care if she had sex in the car or not. I'm just curious that way. My friends call me Whiskers, because I'm curious like a cat. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is that for? Ah, it doesn't matter, Jason. <laughs> <coughs> so... They kind of get separated. Eventually, now the hurricane has passed and the sun comes out. Um, Jordan's dying breath was telling uh, B to look at Sophie's phone. To look at the... Because I guess they texted each other about having sex in the car or something like that. So, they, uh, Sophie and B kind of reconvene outside by the pool as the sun comes up the next day. And... Uh, B's got the gun. She pulls it on Sophie and says, show me your phone. And Sophie's like, no. She takes her phone and throws it. Uh, they both go running after the phone, get into a little bit of a tussle, which then goes, they fall into the pool. Uh, more of a tussle. They get out. Uh, B grabs a phone. Turns out it's not Sophie's phone. It's somebody else's phone. So they're looking at it, and they open, they like hit the home screen, and it turns out it's David's phone. 
So they run over to David's dead body, use his face to unlock the phone. <coughs> and what we get is a video of drunk high David dancing around with some kind of a ceremonial samurai banana sword blade. Yeah, they had introduced that sword at the very beginning of the movie. And he cuts his own neck open, so he accidentally killed himself. So the whole thing stemmed from... Misinformation. Yeah. Basically. So all the accusations and all the, the dirt shoveling when his death was a clear accident... Yep. And then Max, the the nerdy white kid that punched David the day before, comes in at the very end. And he's like, what the hell happened here? And that's pretty much the end of your movie, Jason. What did you think of Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Uh, it was a little disappointing, but I didn't, I didn't entirely hate it. Um, I hated the characters, but I I couldn't tell. So the, the whole time we're watching it, Sarah's like, if this is what... Can quote unquote kids are like nowadays. I have no desire to speak to them at all. Wow! <clears throat> but it almost seemed like either they were portraying that age group realistically, or they were portraying it from a parody. You know, mocking. Yeah. Uh, because there's all of these references to ableism, oh, sexism, yeah. g- gender identity bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, even the the older guy, uh, they, Jeff, Jeff or Greg, no, Greg. That is Greg. Um, uh, they're like, oh well, <coughs> you know, uh, military guy, white dude. Well, no, he's not military. He's a vet. But, yeah, like he's a vet- veteran. Veterinary. But they have all, the movie is very much about stereotypes and people's uh, perspectives perspectives of these stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And so I think if the movie is actually mocking those things. Because even David's death, he was recording a fucking, like a... A TikTok. A TikTok video. Some shit, yeah. He kills himself recording a fucking TikTok video. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I wish it would happen more. Yeah, I know. It does. <laughs> uh, so I really, at that point, respected the humor, if that's actually what they're going for. Right. Uh, so at the end of the day, it's a black comedy. Not much of a horror movie by any means. Uh, but I ended up giving it like a 6 out of 10. Uh, yeah. Just because I, I think it was at least humorous. Yeah. Uh, despite my disdain for these characters, I actually rather enjoyed it. Um, it's not it's not a movie I'll ever watch again. But um, now that, especially now that I know the ending and I've ruined it for everybody listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are some some chuckles I got out of it, and it kind it kind of fits into that category of President Evil, <laughs> where it becomes so fucking stupid that you there there comes a point where you're like, who exactly are you making fun of? You know what I mean? Because you you spent all this this you know basically an hour and a half shit talking Donald Trump and you know throwing in these nonsensical. Uh, Halloween references, but then you've got like this ridiculous dialogue about how all trans people are heroes for no reason. So who are you really making fun? That doesn't make any sense. Who are you really making fun of? Mm-hmm. If you're making fun of the left, I don't. You're still pretty heavy-handed with it. But if you're making fun of the right, you're way heavy-handed with it. So I can't even tell anymore. Yeah. You know. <coughs> Regardless, uh, this one I felt like. 
I did I did get a couple of chuckles out of it, especially during the big blow up scene where the guns were being pointed at each other, and uh, everybody's like basically trying to out victim the 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 girl to her left or to her right. Um, I, like I said, if I think if the movie is going for this message that look, all of this stuff is absurd. People in their you know uh, constant need to be the, play the victim card or. If it's really trying to, you know, message against these things, then I think it worked. But at the same time, that ain't why I'm watching a movie to begin with. Well, no, of course not. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) To the point, though, um, in regards to, like, this being how kids act these days, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think that if... Kids of a certain social economic background who are basically left to their own devices in a palatial estate during a hurricane with copious amounts of drugs and uh, booze, I, I, could, I could see them acting very similar to this, yes. But, like, do we know any kids that are going to be left alone in a palatial estate during a hurricane with drugs and booze? No. No, I don't. And if I, even if I did know them, I wouldn't want to know them. I wouldn't sure as fuck wouldn't want my kids hanging out with them. <laughs> I say it's worth a watch at least one time. Um, yeah, why not? It's more of a murder mystery than anything else. I'd say. Yeah, with an ironic I, I, end. The thing I was actually most disappointed about was I was really hoping to hear the game itself fleshed out a little bit more, mm. uh, or see it played out a little bit more the bodies 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 game yeah um but at the end at the end of the movie by the end of the movie i'm still questioning like well how, how would you play it like, like i'm still trying to figure out the fucking rules of the game because I, I i don't know i think i think if that's gonna be what your movie's titled after you should have at least like fleshed it out a little bit more maybe that's just the dorky game player in me. <laughs> <laughs> i get it right on dude let's take us a little break we'll come back with some other stuff right
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Jason Harrell. We are. Woo! Are you ready to say goodbye to 2022, my friend? I am. Uh, me too. It's been a long one. It's been a shit year. I mean, it hasn't been as bad as other years, but I can't say it's been all that great either, right? I think next year will be real good for us. I hope so. I hope it's good for us too. We're uh, re- rebooting our lives in, in many ways, and uh, I retire next year. Nice. That's a beautiful thing. It's about time, man. Yeah, it is. You're like 83. <laughs> <laughs> and more, more importantly, you've never heard somebody talk about retirement nope. more than me. Nope. I, I think I, it was I, my first word as a child. Yeah. Retirement. <laughs> retirement. Retirement. Epic, epic, retirement. Oh, right on, man. Well, are you ready to get into this week's meat hook, my friend? Hell yeah. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook, Jason. Top three movies of 2022. Why don't you kick it off, my friend, with number three? All right. I think you're uh, going to be surprised here. And I also came prepared with uh, Sarah's top three. Oh, very nice. I'd love to hear what Sarah says. So let's uh, <clears throat> let's go with Sarah first. Okay. Sarah's number three. Her number three for the year. Dash cam. Okay. Okay. Uh, it didn't make my top three, but I would definitely put it in an honorable mention. Her number two, X. Okay. And her number one, and her newfound love. Any guesses? Pearl? No, no. not at all. Barbarian. Terrifier 2. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I have not seen Terrifier 2. Yet. Oh, wow. There's a lot of movies from 2022 I haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. So I think mine might be a bit a, a bit skewed. Yeah, and I think technically Dashcam was a 2021 release, but in the U.S. it was 2022. Very cool. <clears throat> uh, for my list, number three, Deadstream. Okay. I like that. It's so good. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, for me to put... <coughs> A horror comedy in my personal list of horror movies yeah. says a lot. It does. Uh, so good. Uh, number two, Dashcam. Dashcam, sure. And number one, X. Very cool. I would definitely put X in my honorable mention also. My number three is a movie that I just watched for the first time, I don't know, less than a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I've already watched it three times. <clears throat> nice. so much. I think you're going to like it, too, when you get around to it eventually. My new favorite Christmas movie, Violent Night. Mm. Have you seen it? Nope. You're going to love it. It's got the violence and the gore of a diehard with enough supernatural in it to just keep you keep you guessing and mm-hmm. thinking about stuff. Is this uh, the one with the, the Stranger Things guy? David Harbour okay. plays Santa Claus. Like a drunken, uh, disheveled Santa Claus that just wants nothing more... 
than to never have to go out and deliver presents again. Yeah. And uh, he's he like stops at every third bar he comes to. Yeah, I hear good things. It's great. Did you, did you also see Fat Man? I have not seen Fat Man. Okay. That's the I, I Mel was, Gibson version, I was right? wondering how you'd compare the two. I have not seen Fat Man yet. Okay. Did you? Yeah. What would you think? It's good. It's not great. Um, yeah. But it's a very grumpy, yeah. militant Santa Claus. That's that's David Harbour. Yeah. Nice. But he's got enough, like, supernatural edge to him to mm-hmm. where you're thinking. And then we get into, like, this weird backstory of where Santa Claus came from. And mm-hmm. It's it's a whole, I don't want to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it. Okay. My number two... A uh, installment that was long overdue in one of my favorite franchises, Prey. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yep. I've, I've seen that a couple, three, four times. That was good. Also. Very, very solid. Uh, it's, it's a good bounce back from The Predator, mm-hmm. which I felt like was just taking a big fat Marvel dump on The Predator franchise. You know? And uh, this, is, this is like a good palate cleanser because yeah. it gets you back to that dark gritty hunter killer thing that the predator is Mm -hmm. whereas in in the predator okay now we got good predators bad predators and all this horse shit this iron man suit at the end (laughs) ridiculous lastly my number one of 2022 barbarian Mm. love it it's like three horror movies in one jason harrell right you start. You've seen it, right? I have seen it twice. You start off, and you're thinking, "Oh God, here's this fucking mishap with the Airbnb, mm-hmm. and one of these guys has got something ill intent for the other, but we can't. But at the same time, we're kind of rooting for them because they're kind of falling in love in this weird kind of, you know, uh, weird circumstance." And I just that, thought that, that I thought the creature looked looked a little wacky. Of course, it did. It's a female ogre, man. That's what it is. Is there anything more terrifying? But what what really stuck out to me about it was just that that quick left turn that we made. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you're going down into the tunnels and you're thinking, oh, God, Bill, Bill Skarsgård, what are you doing? You're going to be a rapist or some kind of a scumbag. And then she follows them down there because they're kind of falling in love and you're rooting for these two kids. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere... Boom. You're in a completely different movie, and everything completely sucks. Yeah, it's a fun ride. I love I, it. I, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I just I have some issues with it and tons of unanswered questions, and uh, that's why I couldn't make my list. I get it. I um, get that. I, I had an honorable mention of Fresh. You like that one, huh? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, not bad. That was pretty good. It's good. It had a... Uh, like a nice twist. The ending was fucking nuts. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know, man. Buying people on the internet for meat. That sounds like a Japanese thing, you know? Yeah. I could see that being a big market. Rhino horn and, you know, Lady, pinky pinky toes Lady from a, a white man. So. <laughs> right on, man. We would love to hear what your top uh, three movies of 2022 are. Tell us what your meat hook is. Area code 775-387-0275 is the uh, mental health hotline. Or get us on the regular old email, thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you're contemplating those three movies, I'm going to tell you what movies I got to watch this week. In the last two weeks, actually. I got a big fat list. Oh, don't even start me. Whoa, yeah, Jason hasn't been here in like three months. What are you looking at?
What are you looking at? So I did like a last minute run to try to catch up on all the movies from 2022 that I missed. Mm -hmm. Trying to find, you know, maybe something else to put on my meat hook. Uh, How about No Exit from 2022? Have you seen this one? Uh, Chicken or kid locked in a closet? No. Um, Chick escapes from rehab and then gets snowbound. Oh, that one. Okay. In in a weird... uh, Finds a body in a trunk. Visitor center. Not a body, but a little girl tied There it is. Okay. In a van. Yeah. Uh, not that great. A lot of, I was listening to another podcast that was absolutely raving about this yeah. one. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It had a very, uh, Hulu after the dark vibe to it. You know <laughs> what I mean? And by yeah. that, I mean kind of could have been good, but re- very watered down, I felt like. Watch that. I watched Violent Night that I just mentioned. Great show. Uh, Gone in the Night from 2022. Have you heard of this one? I haven't. Winona Ryder and Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, uh, I remember seeing it advertised. Didn't the, know anything about it. This one's actually pretty good. Um, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Basically, uh, it kind of starts the same way that, uh, what do you call, a barbarian does. Mm-hmm. This young couple gets an Airbnb. They get there. There's another couple already there. Uh, it's out in the middle of nowhere, so they decide they're going to let them stay. And then some weird shit goes down, and somebody comes up missing the next day. Uh the ending kind of caught me off guard. It's definitely worth a watch. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Okay. Uh, I watched Uma, which was going to be last week's movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm really sick and tired of the ghost movies being some allegory for grief or some metaphor for unre- unresolved issues or some shit like that. And that's what you got here. I got through the first third of it. Uh, didn't finish it up. It's very slow. And boring. And kind of uh, just drags on and on and on. Uh, the Apology from 2022. Hmm, haven't heard of that one at all. This one just hit Shutter. This one's pretty rough, man. Um, rough as in hard to get through? Rough as in a real sock in the fucking dick. So basically this lady's daughter goes missing. And like 20 years later somebody shows up to apologize for having done something to her daughter. Hmm. It did. That's the that's the crux of the movie, and then of course, like some some torture gets involved and some other um, uh, blunt instruments and uh, some struggling. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a whole thing. It's uh, very depressing. <laughs> I'll tell you that it's a very sounds depressing great. Movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else here. Uh, so I I, went, I did a run through of the entire Blair Witch franchise mm-hmm. to include uh, Curse of the Blair Witch. The Blair Witch Project, Blair Witch Book, Blair Witch Two, Book of Shadows, and 2016's Blair Witch. There is a lot more going on there than um, you probably recall. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blow your mind with my weird conspiracy theories, but there are some things that um, don't quite add up. I'll leave it at that. <coughs> What's the first one that you mentioned? Uh, Curse of the Blair Witch. That's the fake documentary that was released to hmm. as like part of the uh, marketing campaign for the original Blair Witch Project. Okay. Uh, How long is it? Uh, 
uh, maybe 40 minutes. Oh, shit. If you have the Blu-ray, it's included in the special features. Okay, so I'll check it out. Yeah, it's something. And uh, I'll draw something to your attention when we're done recording here. Okay. Lastly, I watched Resurrection from 2022. Uh, this one also just hit Shudder. Uh, spousal abuse and then a pregnant man. All right. And I will leave it at that. That's all I need to hear. It's uh, not anything I'm going to watch again. That's all I'm looking at, Jason. What do you got, big guy? Oh, boy. Going back a ways. Let's see. While we, (coughs) right before we got deathly ill in Tennessee, we actually went to the movies. Oh, nice. And we saw the menu. Okay. Um, Dark comedy. Right. Definitely not horror. Oh, okay. Uh, But I, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, Sarah didn't enjoy it that much, but she said it's fine. Okay. She said it was pretty good. Um, I thought it was, it, it is, I guess it more closely to that elevated horror uh, type thing. Okay. But it's definitely more, uh, dark comedy, comedy. than anything, right. but it's very highbrow. Of course. Uh, let's see. Don't worry, darling. Okay. Uh, check that out. <clears throat> Even with the mixed reviews that it was getting, um, it's fine. It's pretty. It, it's actually pretty good, but it, it's got an ending that makes no sense oh. and a lot of dumb unanswered questions that yeah. that basically a lot, a lot of plot holes. Yeah. Uh, we saw Nope. Mm. Uh, that. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens. I didn't feel like I was getting beat over the head with messaging. Okay. Well, as as he tends to do. Right. Uh, Pearl. <clears throat> Have you seen Pearl yet? I have not. Okay. It is a completely different movie than X. I figured that. Tonally, I mean, like, in every way, shape, or form. My biggest issue with it is that, because it's supposed to kind of give you this backstory of the character. Right. uh, But I still feel like you're missing a lot of, there's not enough uh, story telling how she became the way the way especially when it comes to sexuality yeah like i can understand being a looney tune sure they explain that well enough okay but they overly sexual kind of yeah the horny part they leave that out very much okay there's a couple of things but i mean to be a full-blown nympho yeah that's pretty much the the crux of the entire x movie right uh, that's n- not really fleshed out very well <clears throat> in uh, Pearl. I look forward to you seeing it. Okay. Uh, significant Other, it's okay. It's a six. I've started that one a couple uh, of times. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, It had a kind of a spin that I enjoyed. Okay. Smile, massive disappointment. I mean. Man, was this thing hyped. And it's just, I've seen this movie a hundred times. Really, the only thing it has going for it is the aesthetic of the creepy smile. Yeah, that's it. And once you get past that, it's just another body hopper curse kind of a thing. Yeah, I totally agree. It's it's nothing we haven't seen before. Yep. Uh, Mr. Harrington's phone, or Harrigan's phone, eh, not very good. Okay. It's more of a supernatural mystery in a way. I was in no way. hurry to see that. You it, just, it just didn't look very good to me at all. It's not really good. I'm it's not, not really that yeah, good. I'm not <laughs> it's a six. All right. Uh, glass onion. No, that's not horror. Um, what do you think of that? I'm looking forward to that. Glass onion. I love knives. I out. enjoyed it. Knives out is way better. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but it's still really good in it, by its own right. Okay. Uh, let's see. And that's it. 
Okay. Well, that's it, horror-wise. All righty. How about some immersion therapy, then? Immersion therapy. What did you think of the dead girl in apartment 03, Jason? Did you even get to watch it? I did. What did you think? Um, it wasn't very good. I was actually not that mad at it. I mean, it was very slow. Uh, the atmosphere was nuts on. Um, a little too much with the cop drama, but... Um, the reveal I felt like came a bit early because once, once we discovered, uh, the, the, the witchcraft angle, Mm -hmm. then it became very clear what was, what, what the, what the end product was going to be to me anyway. The, uh, I think the the acting really took me out of, I mean, this was bad. Yeah. not, Not the best. Um, that, that really took me out of it. Um, gave it a four out of ten. Okay, that's I, that's kind of low. I thought. Well, I mean, like putting it in context for really just ninety ninety percent of the movie is just one terrified young lady sitting in her apartment, uh, coming to the realization that there's been a dead body in one of the bedrooms for the last four or five days that she's been completely oblivious to. Uh, the atmosphere and the tension build from there, I thought, was pretty good. Um, just like the, the, like the the bleakness of the apartment after that. You yeah, know? her desperately trying to get somebody to come over just because she doesn't want to be alone in there. I couldn't wrap my head around. Why don't you get a hotel? That's well. That's kind of that was kind of a dress. She didn't have any money, and she didn't know anybody else in the city. Her boy, her ex boyfriend was being kind of a cock about it. You ain't got fifty bucks. You can't scrape up fifty bucks. I don't know. How are you paying rent? I don't know. <laughs> You're asking too many questions. <laughs> uh, I dug it uh, for what it was. It's a little on the slow side, but I really like the atmosphere of it and um, telegraph the ending a little bit. I would say. Yeah. Jason, not a big fan. Not a big fan. All right. What's your immersion therapy for this week, you ask? I do ask. How about, Jason? Yes. Um, Doomsday. Never mind. That's a TV show. Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Bleed With Me from 2020, directed by Amelia Moses. Um, this one is presently streaming on Shudder. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same in Compare Notes next week. But now, you must educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. Well, I am a uh, successful horror writer that is turning a new leaf, uh, recently divorced and uh, suffering the loss of a child. But I'm going to be writing my uh, Vietnam vet memoirs in my new upcoming book. Um, 
I got to get settled into my new house, though, that I just in, uh, inherited. Holy cow, is there a bunch of weird shit going on? And my ex-wife just showed up and attacked me. And now I got to chop up her body and bury her in the pool house. <laughs> I am, of course, house. Um, what a weird franchise that is. Uh, I've only seen one and two. Saw both of those in the theatrical releases. Nice. With my dad. Uh, first one is a horror movie. Second one, like a weird Wild West uh, ghost portal thing. Mm-hmm. It had Bill Maher in it. And uh, it was like a caterpillar uh, creature that showed up. And then the third one was actually a uh, direct sequel to the second one, which had nothing to do with the first one at all. And then the fourth one was basically a uh, – do you remember the first Power? Yeah. With Lou Diamond Phillips? Yeah. So three movies came out with the with identical plot lines yeah. all at the same time. The Horror Show, The First Power, and Shocker. Uh, the, first, or the Horror Show was originally titled House 4. Again, has nothing to do with anything in the rest of the franchise. House 4, The Horror Show with Lance Hendrickson and that weird guy from Blade Runner. That is a factoid, Jason. That is a little factoid for you. I know. You mentioned the same little factoid when I showed you my copy of The First Power. I got factoids for you. You're going to love them. Uh, Who might I be this week, you ask? I do. Well, this time, Mr. Harrell, I am actually a true crime writer. Mm. Yes, sir. And uh, my wife hates me. My kids hate me. Uh, I just got a pretty good deal on a house. Found some interesting things in the house. And uh, maybe I bought this house on the pretense that I was going to write a book about the tragic events that occurred here. Or maybe I'm trying to solve a long, dead, cold case. Or maybe I uh, just want to get back in the the true crime limelight somehow. Either way, I'm probably going to end up getting divorced and or killed. And or uh, have my kids taken away by the end of the movie. So, or it might all be in my head too. I don't know, Jason. I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, and I will drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Thank you very much for um, joining us and bearing with me during my absence last week. I'm feeling much better. I know I don't sound any better, but I do feel a lot better. Uh, Join us next week for Superhost here in the padded room. We're going to be kicking off Barbara Crampton Appreciation Month. <coughs> I'd like to appreciate her. Oh. Maybe in the backseat of a car. Hey. Or uh, a public restroom somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> it's the filthiest place I can possibly get Barbara Crampton to follow me into. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm willing to go there. Uh, thank you again, inmates, for joining us. Uh, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. Um, we do have a Patreon campaign running if anybody's interested support.paddedroompodcast.com is where you go to uh, contribute. Five bucks get you control of the month of February, plus a travel mug, plus a t-shirt. I'm all out of porn, so there's that. I gave it all to my buddy that came over the other day. Sorry if you were interested in porn. Uh, I can direct you to some websites. Free of charge. No password needed. Somebody has found technology, ladies and gentlemen. I have, and it was my penis. Uh, in the meantime, for my penis, Buddy and Absentia, Jason's penis, <laughs> the sickness that we both have, um, three on a meat hook top, movies of 2022, 
uh, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. First time.